What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Hi, I'm Reed, and that's Jack. Jack. I realize we've completely stopped introducing ourselves, but... But why would we? Don't people know? Aren't they going to know whose voice is who? Some people just started the new episode. Oh, okay. All right, well, who wants to go back? Hi, I'm Jack. Oh, your voice got so low. Wait. Well, I'm also Kate Blanchett. (laughs) I'm Reed. Hi. Yeah, hey, I'm Jack, and, um... So, yeah, I, like, was thinking I would, uh, like, go this see Peanut Bausch no tonight. fun. It, it hurts my ears. <laughs> I don't like it. If I talk like that? Yeah. I'm really into, like, seeing Peanut Bausch tonight, and then I'm, like, going to see Sarah Mitchelson on Sunday. Are you? A bard? Oh, oh, girl, I have to see so much. Do I have to go to Bard up. to see the show? I mean, should I, is the question. Um, well, it'll look a certain way at Bard. Are they going to do it here? Yeah. Where? The kitchen course when um of that i'm not sure i think the kitchen i can't remember how it how it worked out but you know she's she's being very site specific with it so there's things that are going to happen at bard that'll be very specific to it happening at bard and then it will be this i think the same performers will go and do it at the kitchen but it'll probably be more of the setup you know because we have luma at bard which is that sort of black box where i did sean uh-huh, uh-huh. so part of it's going to happen in there and then there's parts that are going to happen in other places through the Fisher Center. Oh. So that at the kitchen, you know, Who can't knows? happen. Well, unless everyone's going to climb into the elevator and go up to the Ugh. galleries. Um, so, but let's see. So tonight I'm seeing Pina. I can't wait to get your review. Well, we'll talk about it on the net because I saw it twice. You've seen, you saw it twice? I saw it twice. And you were going to go a third time tonight to see Brie? No, I was only going to go tonight. I, Where'd you get I, your tickets to? Maggie Cloud. Mm, I love Maggie I Cloud. I thought I was going to go t- tonight, mm-hmm. but then I suddenly was like, oh, I already have tickets to Swan Lake, but oh, I forgot wow. I With did. With Russell and Tess. Right. Uh-huh. So then I was like, I got to go see Swan Lake. You Tess, have to. I mean, Brie made it work so that I could get into Pina last night, even though the box office people were like, it's impossible. And she yeah, made yeah, it yeah. fine. What tier were you at? Orchestra, girl. What? You're going to be in orchestra too. No, I'm not. Mine are in balcony. But wait, I thought... Brie got you the tickets. But by the time she got me the tickets, that's what was available. Well, I paid a fortune, so... I didn't. So, there you, there you go. Um, so I paid for that ticket. I gave my... I had two other tickets What's a fortune at BAM? 78. I mean, it could have been more, but they were special. You know, they were house... They were company I feel like that's tickets. worth it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah, see yeah. it that close. I'm a little... I'm not happy that I'm seated in a balcony to watch it. You might be happy because you'll see formations in It's right not what I like from Pina's work. Pina's work is like an audience of 300 for me. I was really moved. Right. Well, because you were like seeing them like I dying. Saw, I saw faces and I saw like Brianna had like wisps of red hair that would come out of her ponytail and made me cry. In Kathy Mueller? All of it. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so anyhow, so tonight I'm seeing Pina. You're seeing Swan Lake. To, what's tomorrow's Thursday? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to see anything. Although uh, I know Richard, Richard Move, Richard Move, <laughs> is performing at the kitchen. Stanley loves performing at the kitchen. Stanley Love, <laughs> who's Stanley Love? Stanley Love makes these really. So I was going to ask actually if you wanted to go. If we get out of everything tomorrow, we're shooting that video. But if we get out in time, I wanted oh, to see yeah. if you want to go see Stanley Love. Um, it's really fun. Uh, frequently in unison, there's a kind of like community dance feeling about it that also feels sort of witchy oh. and um, 
I would say a kind of like disco club with oh, like witchy fun. hand movements and stuff. Lloyd Mayer invited me today because I was at Graham. How is Lloyd going to Stanley Love? Did you know that Lloyd Mayer is wild? Wow. He She's like, like she knows the downtown. Goes to Burning Man. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he was like, I was like, what did you do this weekend? Because mm-hmm. I'm there staging a work for Lar Lubavitch. Right, right. And I'm just staging the principal part, so it's just I'm working with four of the dancers. Oh. And Lloyd... Did well, Lloyd Knight get cast as one? No. <gasps> but he called it, didn't he? He said that, yeah, you know, the day of the audition, he was... Whatever. Uh, Anyways. So Lloyd Mayer and I warm up outside on... They have a beautiful roof terrace now. I've been there. And we were warming up, and um, I was like, what did you do this weekend? He's like, oh, I went to a... He's very British, for listeners oh. who don't know him. He, okay. He's actually Swiss, but he has a British accent. Oh, I went to a... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He went to a thing. He went to a dance party in Queens. Oh, I went uh, to a dance party in Queens. At a place I've, of course, never heard of. Uh-huh. I'm far too old. Uh-huh. And he was like, and I danced for 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Work, girl. She had a whole rave experience. I know. And I said, gosh, how old are you now, Lloyd? And he goes, well, I guess I'll have to start saying it now. Oh. And I'm thinking, oh, what's he going to say? <laughs> In five days, I'll be 24. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's oh, so good. That's really good. Oh, that's so really good. Crazy well, I guess I'm going to have to stop saying it now. That's so, it's so crazy. In that he's, five days. In five days, I'll be at like the young end of like young medium. Like, who <sighs> can, oh, wow. That's, I thought I was going to say like 30 or something. Oh, you know? no. I knew but it wasn't no. going to be 30, but I was like, Please let it be 26. No, no, queen. No, no, no Nanette. It's clocking in at a, at a, a gentle 24. Ooh, oh, your phone. Sorry, Who is my it? My phone is ding-a-donging. It's Pam Tanowitz. Oh, I love her so much. I'm so excited to see her piece. That I'm I'm so okay. So Are you going to go to Montclair to see it? I'm going to go to the dress rehearsal with Gideon. Oh, God. It's so beautiful. We're going to go on... Uh, it's like a Wednesday dress. Um, Great. I'll be there. So fierce. I think I'm going to drive to it. My new car. <laughs> um, rich, rich, rich. So, oh my so, God. Speaking okay. of. So tomorrow, Stanley Love. Um, so maybe we'll go. Yeah. If, if we'll see if we get out of the, the shooting time. And then Friday, we're seeing Bobby Jean's, the documentary about Bobby Jean. That's this Friday? That's this Friday's the premiere girl. What time? 6.45. Oh, that's nice. We're all going. We're interviewing her today. Six. And then we're going to it. I live how... In the last, like, two weeks, you've been like, I can't read those texts. I literally you can't, can't read I just it. have not you... been putting things in my plan. You guys, I'm moving. I get it. I know we started talking it's about it last week. It's a huge transition. Moving, it's like moving death and relationships or work are, you know, so, three big things or four I'm big moving, things I'm moving. I just started a residency at NYU. Mm. Harry and I suddenly have a thousand jobs that we're trying. Everyone's all of a sudden emailing, like, where yeah. are the designs? And you're and like, we're like, what oh, I design? forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to fall. We are waking up out of our big, fugue state dream time. of the I summer. Mean, thank God uh-huh. several of them are things from the past that we just have mm. to, like, bring back and send mm. the packet. But uh-huh. even that is a lot of work, you <laughs> yeah, know, because you have to explain everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, Ugh. what is what is that made out of? And you're like, you figured out. Yes, you queen, know? yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please. You're like, I know you have like some fantastic fabric uh, in Dresden or whatever. Like, exactly. Just like, you figure it out. You figure I'm it sorry, out. I'm sorry, I'm in America dealing with like this <laughs> asshole who just said we should blow up 25 million people. <laughs> you figure it out. Okay, so 
Then Friday is Bobby Jean's documentary, okay, so we've got to go to that. And then on Saturday, Saturday. I'm seeing a New York Castro's piece because Where? Kyle Bukhari's in it at, <gasps> at Abrams. Abrams Art Center. <laughs> I work there. And then he, yeah. <laughs> and then Sunday, I'm seeing Sarah Michelson. Wow. I'm. Your I like, calendar is full. Uh, my, I am a booked performance schedule. I'm gonna spend the weekend continuing to move. Yeah, you need to. You I have really it. I need, need for to. it to be over. I need for it to be over. I. I feel so overwhelmed at everything being in the middle. You know, like yeah. right now, oh, my, the, my, so my old apartment I'm still in and everything is just in process. That so, can't work for you. And that you is know, not a thing. Like when you so travel, I know that's from you, that when you travel, you're like, I have to unpack right away. Oh, and everything back. goes in its place before I can like deal with anything. How do you know so, I feel we've never traveled together? You've told me it oh, or something or I'm sure I've been on the Isn't phone with you. Isn't that amazing that like we've known each other for so long but we never We're like, about to. We, we are? It's coming up. Our our reunion. Our high oh school. Oh my reunion. god. We're going to our high school. Oh my god. Reunion. Queen. Wait. Okay. So put a pin in it. I'll loop back. That wonderful, wonderful Harper Waters from Houston Ballet. She's the oh, queen uh-huh. who puts uh-huh. the, uh-huh. the shoes on. Um, her name's Peter? I think so. Oh, in my mind, I'm like, Harper Waters, because isn't that like her Instagram thing? <laughs> I have no idea. So we've been chatting on Instagram, and she and I was like, you have to be on the podcast. And she's like, girl, yes, please. <gasps> and then Amazing. she's like, I bought a plane ticket. I'm coming to New York. I'm like, this time, great. We'll schedule you what? in at this. And then I'm like, this is all happening. And uh, like, she t- we're texting at night. And then in the morning, I'm like, I'm sorry. I will be at my interlock-in. Oh, Academy reunion. I know. Russell invited me to see Throwing Shade live, and I was like, "Yes, live! I'm coming." Yeah. And then I was like, "JK." Well, tonight <laughs> I'm talking about forgetting tonight. Matthew had bought us tickets to see Dina Martina like three uh-huh. months ago. He's like, "Dina Martina's in town for one night, and we're gonna go." I'm like, "Cool." And then we were on the phone two days ago, and I was like, "He's like, remember we're seeing Dina on Wednesday?" And I was like, "No, nope. oh, I saw him at Pina last night." He wasn't into it. Right. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. And he was in a mood. She'll text me. It's really sweet. She's texting me and some other friends will text me. They'll, be, they'll say a line that I've said on this. And I'll be like, I don't remember that. You know who else I don't remember anything I say on well, this podcast, that's by what, the way. When I listen to it, it really is like, magic. I wasn't there. Isn't it is it like magic. Because we're not here, maybe. I'm not here. <laughs> I'm not here. Isn't that, we should start saying that when we're someplace Actually, we really don't want to I... Um, oh, you know who else was there last night? Oh, which was so nice. Uh-huh. Your hand right now. I wish I could have photographed it. <laughs> what does it look? Do we describe it? It looked like you grabbed like some pearls from the air and then pulled them into this place on the neck. Yes. Where like one would put water. Yeah, where that where like there's that spot thing in English called. patient where he goes, I own this place on you. He like points to her. I'm such a so terrible crazy. movie. He Who looks cares like about that so movie? burned up. <laughs> it's like, my God. <laughs> English patient. <laughs> he looks so burnt up. <laughs> Anyhow, isn't that sad that Harper Waters is, she's coming to New York. I was like, honey, you have to figure this out because you've got to be on the show. I can't wait. I can't wait. I live. Okay, um, who else was at the show last night you were saying? Christian Coulson. <gasps> Christian. Christian. She needs to return my phone call. Well, I said, well, you're going to have to come be a guest on the podcast. He's like, so he and his boyfriend are going to listen to Bree's episode. Oh, that's so funny. He's dating an actor. No, he's not. He's okay. dating a researcher. What happened to the actor? I don't know. Apparently they've been dating for six months. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't talk to Christian, but I, it's so was nice his, to see Did you see his boyfriend last night? Yes. Was he devastatingly attractive? He was very handsome. Oh, then maybe it's the same person. I just think it's an actor. Oh, because he's beautiful. Maybe. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things where I feel like 
someone's been like, Christian's dating this guy and he's so beautiful, look. And I'm like, sure, yes, looks beautiful. Movies, Yeah, so I'm like, actors, you know, movies, TVs, this and that. I have a question Mm. for you. Oh, please. So yesterday, Mm -hmm. I was sending, I sent you a video of myself scrubbing the window frames at my dad's house. Did you send that yesterday? Or two days ago. I I don't remember when you I think it was yesterday. Uh So I've discovered a thing Uh called a Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. I'm amazed that you just discovered it. I'd heard of it, Uh but I didn't understand the concept. And I still don't understand what it is because it actually is magic. Because you just make it wet Uh and you rub it on surfaces. There doesn't, there's no foaming. There's no soap. And bit. yet, no. Well, when if you should watch that video again, because you can see a little sudsy stuff coming down from that. That is filth. <laughs> that is not any sudsy Yeah, anything. that's just like that's filth, filth foam. Yes. Uh-huh. So, Mr. Clean Magic Erasers, you apply them to things that you would otherwise basically not be able to get off with a sponge or anything, and it makes them go away, which is magical. Anyways, mm. I was wiping the metal parts <laughs> that the glass fits into on the windows yeah. and like changing the color of them because uh-huh. it's all grotesque uh-huh. the windows each took like an hour and a half to clean uh-huh. by the way Been there. and yesterday uh-huh. i had i texted this to you but i had um a service come to power wash the, the wood floors. floors yeah cost 300 dollars. yeah and they still look dirty still look dirty yeah. yeah so in this apartment you know i i i also was like i'm gonna need to have a service come in they came in they left and then I still had to do like Mommy Dearest on it. And I still feel, remember Mommy Dearest when she goes, this bathroom isn't clean. Yes. Nothing in this house is clean. Yes, that's how you felt. I feel, I feel like that on the daily and many places. Your floors are shiny. They're covered in many, many layers of something, polyurethane. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. no getting through. My floors right. at my dad's mm-hmm. are like are an covered. unfinished wood. Yes. No. Are They're you covered serious? In, like a, well, at one time they like were plywood. At one time they were a Pine. finished oak wood floor. That the finish nice. is wiped away and been replaced by dug-in filth. Oh. So they're they're like the color of. Um, so you're thinking about painting it? That's my thought. So I did it. I painted floors before my mm-hmm. old apartment. Two apartments ago, I painted my floors black. Jack. What? <laughs> I a black floor works. Okay. A black floor floor works, but or for you you could do like a but you want to do like a porch paint because it Yeah. Cuz let me tell you what. And wait till oh, it's did a you little do a wall paint? No, no, I did a porch paint. Okay. Wait till it's a little colder so be, it dries. Yeah, because I let that floor just sit for days with nothing on it. I still put something down and then I you like pick the chair up and be like but oh. because I painted them black, I just used a sharpie to put the <laughs> to put those spots back in. That's smart. I just white out. Um, so your question was about painting your floors. Paint them black, you know. But then again, if you ask me anything, I'll say paint it black. Right. My mom and Sharon had an article years ago in Martha mm-hmm. Stewart Living called "Paint It White." Oh, well, mine is the opposite. It's paint it black. Um, I'm so excited to talk about Pina Bausch, and I'm so I long for us to speak about it. But I guess I'll wait till I see it. Tonight, I have and another I question. I just can't wait to see Bree's performance. Oh, you're in for. I mean, it's astonishing. And I then any so... performance that you're unable to see, I'll just tell you about it. Just like you can do the same for me. How much longer is Swan Lake up? Is it like this week? Two weeks. It's also next week. Yes. Tricky. Next week we have to see Beth Gill. Uh huh. I can meet. I mean, you know it's dance fun. season, everybody. Uh, honey, and, tell um, me about it. Everyone's like, so unfortunately for our listeners. Change. The podcast has become a little bit more dance mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit less stuff. A, a little, maybe. I mean, hopefully we'll still get to a movie now and then. Oh, that's all I want to do. I, I want to see Mother. 
Wow, everyone hates it. Really? Everyone, everyone, everyone hates it except Philip Tartula. Um, but literally everyone has been like, this is the worst thing ever. Does Philip like it for like ironic reasons? Je ne sais pas. But I mean, I do feel like, I think so. I mean, it supposedly also indicts Trump supporters. But um, I mean, Aronofsky's a trash camp director. I uh -huh. think that's... I don't know that he knows that, but that's certainly... Black Swan is like a piece of trash I camp. he knows it. I don't think... When they did Black Swan, I think they meant it. Because I really... Like, when we parodied it, uh, when Quan parodied uh -huh. it, um, you know, I, when I met Natalie Portman, she was not in... She knew about it, and she was not into it. Remember when the paintings, like, went oogity-boogity? Like, oh don't you think, like, that they <laughs> when knew? When the paintings... When the paintings were like, what did they say? Sweet girl, sweet girl. Don't you think they knew, like, oh, we've gone... Oh, they'd say, it's my all... turn, it's my oh, turn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't know. They didn't, they didn't know. know. I think they all... Interesting. That, well, the kind of origin of... If we're gonna, like, do Susan Sontag camp, like, notes on camp, the kind of definitive, like small book on camp the the definition being this thing attempts something and fails in its mm -hmm. attempt so it's where like mommy dearest is a great camp film because they were like we're making this documentary about joan crawford's abuse history with her daughter right and then you're like but the editing <laughs> and the acting they and the costumes right the and the wigs and the, whole thing. and the makeup oh i live it's Oh, good. It, like, brings tears to but my I eyes. I didn't understand it. I saw Bree's mom last night. Too. Oh, she, her favorite movie, Mommy Dearest. So in that way, you know, Black Swan, and then I'd say, you know, Showgirls is a camp film. It's so incredible. And then Black Swan is the next, to me, great camp film. Notes on a Scandal is also a camp film. So good. I think they really meant it. But, like, that part where Judy Dench's creepy old hand comes into frame to put the blanket on Kate Blanchett's leg. Um. Oh, God, did I laugh. And then after that was Black Swan, which is, you know, a piece of garbage with people like overacting to the max that, you know, when we went, seeing a movie with you is truly one of my favorite things in the world. Me. With you. Yes. Because no. when you talk aloud in it, what you say is correct. And I remember when, when Natalie Portman got to Lincoln Center and there's all those posters of Winona Ryder, mm -hmm. Michelle started laughing hysterically and you were like, no. <laughs> and then, and then later, when in the film, when she's turning into the swan, she's doing the performance, and she's taken her shoe off. We put it in to when we parodied it. We had to put this line in that you said, she like takes off her boot, and she sees that her toes are webbed together. Mm -hmm. And you went, and they're like five minutes to places, and she takes her boot off, and her toes are webbed. And you said, no time, no time. <laughs> <laughs> And it really, it was like, oh, or when they had the class no, at purchase yeah. and they were showing the class and some of, like, we knew some of those queens at uh -huh. the, as the extras and you were like, oh, so much anxiety. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just of like a ballet class. The web toe part was so like, I understood because if you have, you've got to get that shoe on, there's a lot of stuff to do. You have to yeah. like sew your ribbons down so they don't come out and like, there's no time to separate your toes if they're <laughs> webbed. No. Well, and if they're webbed, you're like, great, better for the box, girl. Absolutely. Better for the box. Her feet just became a point shoe. Just shove it in there. Excellent. Wait, what was I going to ask you? I had a question. Uh-huh. Well, we were talking about movies. We were talking about painting the floors black. Oh, we're going to see all this dance. Right. Cleaning. You cleaning. love it. I don't. I don't love cleaning. You need to do it. I'm... I... I... Yeah. Do you get out a toothbrush? Are you like that? No, but I, I do feel like things aren't clean unless I can smell bleach. Oh. Oof, I know. Yesterday I was getting really, really wild about the 
the window frames and yeah. I was like using a toothbrush to get into the crevices to yeah, get out like you, basically you... mud and sort of like tossing it over the edge and then <laughs> I got kind of a little too wild and I threw one of the magic erasers out the window and I was like no and it wasn't even like very used and I was like my magic eraser did it go into the garden or onto the street into the garden oh, so I couldn't bye, get girl. it it's gone it's gone but the window into the shaft way literally Ugh. I unearthed Filth. like 35 years of debris off the outside windowsill and just was like I took a broom and was like oh, I are did, you wearing a little mask at all for this? I should. I don't. Yeah. I don't even wear gloves. My fingernails are all I noticed your fingernails black. while you were talking. It, it does look like great. you've been working in the coal mines. I have. And that with like the scar from that burn on your left, on your left wrist. It's really laborers it's hands. right now. It's amazing. Um... What's Wait, the question you wanted to ask I don't know. Me? I just, going I just want to talk about cleaning more. Oh. <laughs> I saw this woman wipe out on the subway on Oh, we want to see here. Mother. We're going to see Mother. If we go see Mother, let's go see it together. Okay. Because it's very grotesque and violent, you know? Well, speaking of violence, as I was walking down the steps to get on the L train, this woman in, like, a little princess line dress uh-huh. and, like, Oxford boots, which clearly were too slippery, like did an epic wipeout where she just like she was like whoa 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 and then she like fell down the stairs and I was like oh, oh and also no. like I was I could have gotten on the train if uh-huh. I had walked over her uh-huh. but I the thought crossed my mind and then I was like be a human being oh, so help you helped her up of course I mean oh, like that's not an of course just so if people for people who don't live in New York. That's not an of course right. to most New Yorkers. Most New Yorkers would have stepped right over I, her to get on that the train. The fact that I was missing the train, I was like, ooh, but I did it anyway. So <laughs> that's good. I you helped read. her. Well, you're a good person. And then I looked at her. I sort of started looking at her to see if she's okay. She's a young woman, mm. and she already had a huge bandage on her knee over an crazy wound. Wow. And what had gone on there? She got up, and she's like, the bandaid was sort of starting to come off <laughs> from the fall, and she's like, I already. He fell once today. <laughs> That's I was, today. I was like, oh, okay, are you okay? In my mind, I was like, you can't wear those shoes anymore, girl. Like, <laughs> it's not working for you. I gag. I gag. That is so for real. It didn't go well for her today. That's really for no, real. She was wow. okay that she wasn't overly embarrassed. I would have literally run away from all the people. I would have just been like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And oh, if you would have fallen down? Yes. I don't think I've ever, I'm very, I'm, I'm lucky that, you know, knock on wood Some. that I've never, I've never taken one of those down, some, the, down the, down the, I really, steps. sometimes I do, and lately, just because there's so, there's too many things going on, mm-hmm. like here where we're back in fall, it, there's like work and things happening and, and deadlines and I'm you know, teaching and then people eat, like you know you have to go to these things and mm-hmm, emails and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh, there something does happen when I'm going down or upstairs where I get vertigo for a oh. moment and I'm not sure how many more stairs are left like they all blend for a moment is it that feeling where like oh. when you see when you're when you're somewhere very high like <laughs> yes. looking over a bridge yeah. and you're like I'm gonna jump or like when you're when you're, oh Not this happens to me so all the time. In it's the more like the steps themselves kind of turn into a mass oh. that aren't individuated so well, and I'm just sort of like that is that five or one step? 
Oh, for me, it's always like if I'm in a balcony or a mezzanine of a theater and Mm -hmm. I start looking over the edge, I'm like, I get the urge to jump. But also then I see myself crashing onto uh, (coughs) chairs or someone's head and I'm like, it's not a good idea. No, I mean, I get that one too. But that has to be if I'm in like a really fierce place that's like, it seems cool to do that. Oh, I guess I'm just fearsome all the time. You're just fearsome <laughs> all the time, honey. I mean, check out Reed's contact sheet of her ballet headshots and you will see that she has been fierce all guys, the time. I, I know that a common phrase that people tell to tragic teenagers is that it gets better. Oh. But if you look at my beautiful contact sheet for uh-huh. my ballet school headshots... Uh-huh. It doesn't. It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> we will. Um, we'll post it for you on with dance and stuff, so you get the idea. It's phenomenal. It's. It is. It is um, excellent. I've been unearthing all kinds of things in the move, packing up my apartment. I'm gonna find my contact sheets from when I was 18 too, and then we'll do a whole like this was us young. Here's my final question about moving because okay. I, I, I just want to talk to. I talk about it with people. I want to commiserate. I want it's to a, know. It's a nightmare experience. I my move, this past move, as you know, was hell, like uh, a literal fucking when nightmare. When you move, do you uh. do a thing where you look into every envelope, every single box that you own, and see what's in it? So part. So remember that one time when you had to come over and help me yes. open a year's worth of yes. mail. So because I do sometimes things like that where, oh my God, at Bard, I I got an email from Dawn about like my schedule and stuff and I realized I still hadn't filled out my contract (laughs) and given it back to them and I've already taught like three classes. Like, Like when it comes to like paperwork anyway do you see that stack of like papers and, and yes. envelopes over there You're I know there's them. checks in there but you can't bring yourself to open them I just I get so bored when I look at like envelopes and papers and it is awful and I'm just like I, I just, just want to I just want to make my performance work and teach and see the people who I most want to see and then I want to stare at a wall I get incredibly anxious because I don't know What's what, in there? what I can throw out and what I can't throw out. So oh, I end up keeping everything. So I do do really that. Crazy. So with paperwork, I'm like, this is all just going to have to come with me. And I also can kind of like weigh it while I'm handling it, where I'm like, it's only like maybe like 25 pounds of paper. Right. So who cares? It's only, I'm just moving another 25 pounds I of paper. It's have, not like I'm moving like a ton. I have taxes going back really far and all uh, the receipts associated with You have to keep like, it's only taxes. six years. No, three I read online. Three Oh, it's years. only three? Yes. I've got to get a new accountant. You She's have, so crazy. Unless you have some like, mm, uh, you own a home or something. I don't know. I don't. Know. But also... Oh, anyways, I was going to say, you're like, you're like my mom who spent like those three years commuting in and out of the city when uh-huh. she was working for that fancy antique store with a, she would, she had a brown paper bag uh, full of all the mail, all the bills. Yeah. And she would just take it with her and uh, back, but uh, never look in it. <laughs> I so get it. Mine comes from, and I feel like I said this on, on the podcast. When I was 18, I saw this play called Full Gallop, which is about that. Who's the woman who started Vogue? She'd put like rouge on her cheekbones and ears. 
<laughs> or maybe Bizarre is what she started, you know? Who oh, she is. Diana Freeland. Diana Freeland. I, when you said Vogue, all I saw was Madonna and like and like the <laughs> Vogue scene. And I was like, I'm lost. Remember when Madonna put all that rouge on her cheekbones and ears? That's coming for I'm her. I'm sorry about guarantee. Madonna. That's okay. your job. Okay, T. So Diana Freeland, so I saw this play based that's like about her life called Full Gallop, and it was like a one-woman show, this woman playing Diana Freeland, taken from the, you know, these true things that Diana Freeland said. And one of the things that had happened was she left her family, like, in, in some, like, million dollars of debt or whatever, because every time she'd get mail, she'd stick it in the clo- in this one closet. She, there was a box in a closet. <laughs> she'd throw it in there because she figured if it was important enough, someone would call her. And I, at 18, was like, that seems right. Yeah. And it just hasn't left me since then. That seems very But I also familiar. wasn't taught how to balance a checkbook or what a credit card is. Like, do you balance your checkbook? Can you imagine me doing something like that? I used like to that? do stuff like that, but it's, that's, there's no need anymore. I don't it's get right. it. I don't understand what that even means. <laughs> like, I don't... I have an account I opened when I started teaching Pilates. I don't know what it is. Jack, or, like, I have to go back. I, I think I have money in it. <laughs> I opened a box last night. This is... I'm oh. very, very organized. I'm very, very organized. But... I, do you have to make your phone call now? Oh, God, no, not yet. It's, I'm very I'm organized. Just, I just feel so amped and talking about this. But I have this, all clearly. these little boxes everywhere, uh-huh. and each one has, like, a topic, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I did that, too. I have these plastic boxes mm-hmm. that have a, deca- I, a, a I, decal. I, that have a decal on them <laughs> yeah. that, you know, I took, like, I got, like, gold decals, put them on, and then in, like, a nice Sharpie wrote, like, um unfortunate events or right. something like that. So in that box is things I like bad journals right. or like, I actually have thrown away all photos of exes, but you know, things of s- such a sort that someday I might want to look at, mm. but not, I only have like five of these boxes. Oh, I have so many. There, a lot of them are very small. One of them mm. I opened up last night had keys. <gasps> to, oh, oh, wonderful. I love <laughs> the finding of keys. And I was like, there's literally like 60 keys. Yes. And I was like, this is, you've gone too far, Reed. Like why oh. you have these keys? You have no idea what they're to. They're Wait, not labeled. Were any of them, <laughs> Wait, were any of them skeleton I, keys? No. Oh, I wish they were all gag. good. The What's same, just like hideous New York apartment keys. Yes! So I threw them away because I yeah, figured well, where if they someone to? needs to get into somewhere, they would have figured it out by now. Hi, honey. It's been many. <laughs> these keys were in this box forever. <laughs> I have another amazing story. Oh, I live for So my friend keys. Courtney, who was who went to PMB with me and then was uh-huh. in San Francisco Ballet uh-huh. in Flanders uh-huh. and Suzanne Farrell, she's a phenomenal dancer. Uh-huh. She has two beautiful What's kids. What's her last name? It used to be Anderson, and now it's... It used to be Wright, but now it's Anderson. She's married. Shout out to Courtney Anderson. Hey. Okay. She... (laughs) She's very whimsical. (laughs) And she often, like, looks... You know, somewhat homeless. She'll wear like a fur coat and like, oh, I live and she'll have her sweatpants like pulled over the heel of like yeah. a high heel and like just yeah, yeah. walk outside. Yes. And like hold a newspaper. So yeah. you're like, would you like some money? Can I send yeah. you to a shelter? Totally. And, right. and she's she, like, she's like, no, I'm a gorgeous ballerina. Right. I'm just in disguise. Right. So one time I was at her apartment in San Francisco and she was like, Reed, you're going to really appreciate this because I organized my bathroom closet. And I was yeah. like, I am going to appreciate this. Yeah. Let's do the whole thing. So yeah. we go in. She starts pulling out Ziploc bags and she's like this one is Q-tips I was like yes uh-huh. she pulls out another one this one is soaps uh-huh. thank you yeah. she pulls out another one extra toothbrushes sure. thank you yeah. then she pulls out another one and she's like masks <laughs> and I'm not talking about like Korean <laughs> facial masks I'm talking about masquerade like literally party store masks 
<laughs> and I was like, honey, <laughs> why do you have these? And she was like, well, because you just never know. <laughs> yes, that's about right. That's about right. I love that she kept it in her bathroom, though. Like Masks. Masks. That's really good. That really got me for some reason. I, I knew what you meant when you said masks, but actually the first thought I had when you said masks was like, you know, like a troll, kind of like, or like a melted face, or like that guy from the Goonies. Right. You know, like I pictured a bunch of rubber masks, <laughs> but like somehow all pressed into a Ziploc bag. That's really good. You know, we here at this apartment also have extra toothbrushes, extra toothpaste. We did throw, I did throw out a considerable amount of stuff. What happens for me in moving mm-hmm. is I'm like, I better start putting things together soon. And then... Putting what together? You know, when you're going to move, you should, like, make sure you have things boxed up and stuff. Right, right, right. And then, unfortunately, I just can't bring myself so to do it. So you put it in contractor bags. Until, until the day of. And then, indeed, I get contractor bags. <laughs> I've done it every move I've ever done. And I just start throwing things into, <laughs> into contractor bags. And then I'm like, we're going to have to that move this way. so anxious. <laughs> because I spend, like... Probably a hundred hours putting things into the boxes to move uh-huh. because I put it all in, cat- it's categorical. Uh-huh. And then as soon, when I get the boxes to the house, uh-huh. the unpacking takes six minutes because I'm like, shook, shook, shook. it just all comes out. It's in uh-huh. order. It's ready to go. I go the other way where I'm like, this is, this packing is going to just be a flurry and a half an hour. Oh. And then when I arrive... You sit on the floor and sob. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's absolutely right. Okay, we need to take a break because I've got to do this faculty card call with the Bard College But when faculty. we come back, we're going to continue our festival of Juilliard women of it a is, certain generation. It is with Bobby, our festival of Juilliard women of a certain generation. Yes. With Bobby Jean Smith, who has a movie coming out that I believe is called Bobby Jean. Well, she'll tell us what, what the name. movie's called. I wish my name was like... She's so... I can't... We're Reed gonna talk, Harland. We're going to talk... Reed... Reed Harland. <laughs> oh, I'm so hard. I remember when I was very young. I have to tell this story, and then if I'm a little late to call, it's okay. <clears throat> when I was really, like, you know... And at a time when I'm, like, eight, I remember being in my parents' bedroom... And I would, like, go through, like, closets that I wasn't supposed to open or whatever. Like, they're little, like, next to the bed. And I found a birth certificate type thing. Or, like, not from... It was, like, something from the hospital. I have my birth certificate that has fervor on it. But there was another thing that was, like, predated that of, like, some kind of other certificate. And it said Jack Eastman on it. And I was like, oh, my God. My dad's not my dad. And I got like so thrilled for a moment, and then I had this whole even fantasy he of like, just like you. yeah, even though we look exactly like. And I was like, but I was eight, so I was right. like, my dad's like, oh, I bet he's a reporter, and if we're like, you know, in in Paris, like to something. Yes. And so I confront my mother about it, and she gets so dark across her face, like this really, a of all like you went into my things, and b of all like wounded by this ancient event. I don't even think Jeremy knows this. They weren't married when I was born. And my father, I think, was seeing other people. Mm-hmm. And so my mother had said, she was like, you know, I, as I said to your father, that if we weren't married, then he wasn't going to see you. And I was like, so... And at the time, I remember being like, so you just did, like, entrapment, like, with me? 
So that was why originally my last name wasn't even <gasps> his last name because they didn't get married. You till once I was... had a different last name. It was for Eastman. How, for how long? I guess like six months, and then they got married, and then here I am. Oh, your name is so much better. It's better. Fervor is much better than Eastman, but you would be Reed Hartman. Is that I what would you said? no Harland. Harland. Reed but my Harland. Name would be Reed Walters. Eastman. If it was my mom's, I like Reed Bartlemy. My it's... parents were never married. Uh, my dad told me that too about two years ago. He was like. Reed, I, uh, I never, uh, I've never told you this, uh, uh-huh. but, uh, you know, your mother and I were never married. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, like, as if, I mean, like, there's nothing more logical than that. <laughs> like, you two, the thought of you actually getting married is incomprehensible. Oh, well, also the thought of them even being together is incomprehensible until you see that photo of what he looked like back then. And then you're like, oh, I get it. Just the, like trying to imagine them getting to City Hall to get married Can is you like, imagine? no, thank you. Yeah, because she'd be like, I hate you. Right. She's like, I, mean, I already was married once. I'm yeah. not doing it again. Yeah. 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 And also he'd be like, you know, where are we going? Oh, just, ugh, it makes my mind dizzy. Anyways, you guys, we'll be right back. I'm the parents, take a break. Everybody. So Jack has to take a phone call right now and he's in the other room. You can probably hear him. Um, and I'm going to read some iTunes reviews. This one, um, on September 9th comes from Bye Bobby to For Love. And the, 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 the subject is Reed's laugh gets me every time, which is, that's nice. Um, and it says, it's five stars. It says, I'm more in love with this podcast. The energy, that doesn't make sense. The energy this week was off the charts and Reed's laugh gets me every time. I also enjoy Jack's shade and sexual comments. Why isn't there a TV version of such a podcast? You don't have to be a dancer to listen and appreciate it, but it helps. It had some emojis. I can't tell what they are because they're too small. Okay. Next is a review from Grant Walquist, who we know, who is lovely. Um, And he says, OMG, every Friday... When a new episode of What's Going On With Dance and Stuff appears on my phone, I shriek and twirl and work myself into a state. Jack and Reed are smart, funny, and amazing, and I am, and I am deep into the paraso- parasocial relationship I have with them through the podcast. I've never heard that word. Cackling and gasping along to their podcast while I speed through rural Maine makes me feel so happy and so much less alone. Work! With an E! Exclamation. That was a great one. Thank you, Grant. Okay, the next one and last one is called Come On, and it's by Greenpoint Girl. Just moved to NYC to pursue dance, and this podcast might be the most educational and entertaining source of all things performance art at its best. It's the dramaturgical breakdown of the latest and maybe not greatest in show business, and at its, well, at other times, it's like a good gossip sesh with the girls, girlies. Sorry. If nothing else, these queens know how to make a girl feel a lot less lonely on her godforsaken MTA commute. Oh, thank you so much, everybody. Also, I wanted to shout out another podcast, which is amazing, called Conversations on Dance. You have to listen to their most recent episodes. They've The most recent episode is a deep dive with Heather Watts, former principal dancer with New York City Ballet, and it is phenomenal. The whole time I was listening to it, I felt like if I could start crying, but I felt like if I did start crying, I wouldn't be able to stop. 
So have a listen. You're not even going to believe it. They also just interviewed Susie Pilar and her daughter Zoe, and it's just great. You're going to get so much information if you're interested in ballet. Um, also, this episode is brought to you by, by what? Reed and Harriet, maybe? Also, James Valoria, um, who are amazing stylists. You should go to their shop in Chinatown and buy some stuff. Tchotchkes. Um, and that's it. Are you going you to Bausch tonight? Or I are you just worried this? Okay. Was Bree doing newer? No. I saw it last night and Saturday. I'm not going again. You're not going again. I want to go again. It was great. It's amazing. Wasn't it amazing? It's amazing. I'm glad it's you everything think so. that I wanted it to be. Oh, me too. I just sat there and like, cried and. Uh, I know. I like cried through the whole thing. Yeah. I just like. <laughs> I have these weird feelings about like. Is this obvious? Am I basic that I love this so much? But like the truth of the matter is, is that it's work that works. And I'm so glad that you had the same experience of loving it. Yeah. I really just like wept through the whole thing. Same. Like for very different reasons Mm -hmm. for each piece. Yeah. I know Jack and I will talk about it more when he's seen the show, but like for the second piece, I just was like so thrilled by the energy of it that the like, mass that number of people and like the whole environment mm-hmm. and the costumes the way that they all looked it just was overwhelming you know and I I'm just so glad that I got to like I feel like they really did it justice and what do I know I don't know I don't know either wow, but it worked trash <laughs> so Jack's coming back oh my god I'm back <laughs> I'm back I'm back oh from you know <laughs> A, an academic chat that wow escalated they my blood you over the edge. right up. Um, we're back. This is my boyfriend. We who's like, to, whatever. I have to have big feelings that like explode my body, uh-huh. <laughs> and then and then I come back. Okay, we're we back. We're here. Somewhat, I had a faculty. We have a somewhat boring conversation about faculty phone calls. But yeah. I have a question. Okay, great. Bobby here we Jean is here. Everybody. Bobby Jean we're is here. Like right so in. beautiful, we're so gonna, gorgeous. I'm so we're obsessed. We're gonna get some of her history. Thanks for having me. First, mm-hmm. I'd like to. I have a question for the two of you because I know both of you are teaching in in different ways. Bobby teaches physical movement to students, and you talk about theory and other stuff. And I people. also am teaching a course called Physical Theater, so they're just moving so far. I have class. a question about teaching, which mm. is, I was thinking about this yesterday, and it's related to the time we live in now where there's this kind of sensitivity and this word triggered, <laughs> where like students now mm. have the power to dictate their kind of course of study by saying like, I don't want to hear words like that. They trigger me. Now, I had this thought yesterday of being a teacher in that situation mm-hmm. where someone says, I don't I don't want you to say that it triggers me. Mm-hmm. I would be like, I'm going to say what I need to say, things that are a part of history, things that are part of this course, mm-hmm. and if you don't like it, an exercise for you is to learn to deal with it. And yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what happened to you in your past because as a human being, you cannot be protected Correct. from the world and right. what people say. Correct. So for you to be in an academic environment and ask people to not say certain things sure. to me is infuriating. So now I'd like you to speak on that and why this is allowed. Okay, well, I mean... For, uh, let's get to our guest because she just got here and I can talk directly to this because I've 
I have some experience with it. I generally don't, students don't do that kind of thing with me, but, mm-hmm. and there's a reason why, and it's how I begin the course. Mm-hmm. I mean, how so do you I want to begin the course. Well, how do I? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I well, I just want to talk to Bobby about Bobby. So I'm going to try and postage stamp this answer. Okay. Which is everything that a lot of what I'm going to be giving them and talking about is in the syllabi, which we read in the beginning. So I have a syllabus mm-hmm. that I've written. We read through that syllabus and I go over what we're going to be doing through mm-hmm. this semester. I So they're prepared. Yeah. They are prepared enough to know that um, they also know my history, that where I come from as an actor, what my dance training comes from, what kind of works I then started to make, right. why I started to make those works as a queer person. Like that where my entry points come from in terms of psychoanalysis and films and being gay and pop culture <laughs> and uh, rage mm-hmm. and revenge and everything murky that no one wants to look at, so I want to make them look at it. Mm -hmm. So once they know that, if they want to stick around, then it's going to be kind of clear. Mm -hmm. The only time it has ever come up was when someone took... I had a... I think she had been a ballerina. I had two two cases, and one was... um, And I want to speak about them vaguely, because I also say, you know, it's protecting, like, client information, basically. (laughs) And um, (laughs) confidentiality. Uh, she felt very triggered around Balanchine when I was talking about Balanchine. That's ridiculous. Well, <laughs> in this other way, I get it. And so we needed to, we needed to, and so what I did in that time was I made space to talk about, yes, do I think that there is misogyny in this work? Of yes. And how do I, and then what was helpful for, ended up being really helpful because I was able to talk about formalism and how she could be empowered to take what she likes and leave the rest. Mm-hmm. But by someone saying like, oh, that's triggering for me, are they asking you to not talk about it? Like, It wasn't that they were asking me to not talk about it. She was more baffled as to how I could like it. Oh, uh, that is... But, oh my God. I'd be I like... Won't. If you don't like it, you can go. You're like, no, no, no. I mean, she. I wasn't teach. I wasn't like making. I wasn't being like, okay, everyone come into a balancing fifth. No, you know, because this was in a comp yeah. class. So, but it was an important dialogue to have. But that was one thing that came. I remember that one specifically, and another one about beauty because I would talk about beauty, and it became that word became triggering for That's someone. So weird. Hmm. And I had. It's not though. If you think about dancers or performers or people who've gone through, of course, trauma. And so for me, it's about, I wouldn't be so, I wouldn't be as didactic as you might feel the need to be in that scenario to be like, you can, you need to deal. I believe in that. Didactic. Yeah. You're going to have to, what's that mean? I've heard (laughs) it before. I've heard that word. Basically like, this is it. Get over it. That basically like you're, you know, saying that this is, I'm going to pronounce this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you know that Done. word, Bobby? I think Didactic. so. Didactic. I've never used it before. But... All right. Well, I'm going to now. I'm not still not 100% clear, but I'm going to look up the definition. Of didactic? Bobby. Didactic <laughs> means that you're going to... It's it's you make a, a statement that um, there's no room right. it's for black someone and white. to... Yeah. It's your... Like if you don't you like that, It's black. It's white. Yeah, exactly. Bobby, why don't you tell us about some of your trauma? Oh, <laughs> wait, we're jumping into Bobby's trauma or Bobby's teaching. Where where are you teaching right now, Bobby? I'm teaching at UArts. <gasps> With Meredith? I've seen her a couple of times, but I'm creating a new piece there. Is that fun? Yeah, we've only had two two days, so. 
But do you love it? I love it. And, and I could see and the students is, loving this you. This is Donna Faye's program. Yeah, and yeah. they're really incredible. I taught a masterclass actually that Jesse brought me to, and they are incredible. So imaginative and yeah. like making decisions in the moment. And yeah. I don't know. I'm really excited and they to also be with have, them. And they have like great, I feel like some of them come from competition dance, so they yeah, have like all, that clipped body. Wow. Yeah, uh-huh. all over the map. What are you making of them? Um, I'm not sure yet. Oh, you're going to make a dance. Yeah. So what have you but done I think, so far? But we, but we had the rehearsal in the, um, the, the round, the round, the, the theater. The, the, I what theater is that? I don't know. I and they have this old gym, old track above. Is this at UArts? Yeah. I don't know. It's, you had I think a rehearsal it's the gym. in an old. You had a rehearsal in a gym at mm-hmm. UArts. Okay. What did you guys do? Well, I had them make a party. <gasps> oh, <laughs> that'd be so fun. Did and they then, have props? Was there cake? Yeah. I I'd said I'm not gonna say much, but please prepare a party for the next week or for that day. For that day. Oh, so they, but we wait, cannot so, know whose party who it's for. So, so when oh. so did this so like you got to rehearsal uh-huh. and you were like, hey everyone, I hope you well, warmed first, up. I said take 15 minutes to warm up. Uh huh. Uh-huh, and then finish checking. And then phone. I said I let first let's fall. Let's take five minutes to fall. To oh. fall. To warm up, to fall. No. To fall. To fall. Please fall in five minutes. Take that's the next... all you say. And then I, <gasps> I put the stopwatch on. Wow, and that's great. See what they you do. really like so you're activating people's imaginations. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done in that situation. I probably <laughs> would have laid down for a really long time and just like fallen into the abyss. That's, you know? that's that sounds that's wonderful. Really great. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I would definitely be like up and down and then up and then. Down and then <laughs> up and down. You know, I it takes like a very rigorous yeah. and painful approach. Well, it's about it's always about language and syntax mm-hmm. and rhythm for me. Like even I mean, when I'm choreographing, it's it's all there's like a comma and a semicolon. It's like that gesture's a word. That's how my I know. might have mm-hmm. also like combed my hair with my fingers. Yes. That's, that would have been beautiful. Yes. Oh, I love it. I but love it. But it's interesting because most of them did did take. They ended up taking seven minutes. Oh, like doing a buto fall. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. oh, oh so but then some people did other, you know, oh. things. Sometimes I don't hear things. Take five minutes to fall. As soon as she said that, I was like, "Oh, that makes actual sense." <laughs> as opposed to what you I heard it. Was. No, no, Reed, you heard it. It's just you heard it in your way. That's right. And that's <laughs> right. what she's doing here because she's one of my favorite witches. That's so you start with so you start with that, and then and that and do you participate when they do that, or you're just like. I'm out here holding watching. the space. Yeah. You're the analyst. Because mm-hmm, right. I don't want to show too much. Yeah. I Do you get know it. their names? Not yet. I'm oh, working okay. on it. It's the beginning of the semester? Yeah. I'm Two working classes on it. is hard. How many students? 22. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So five minutes to fall. Then what happens? Then we made some mountains. So how'd you... So what do you say? You're like, <laughs> I'd like to see you make some mountains now. Uh-huh. And then no they... way! No way! So wait, then do they? Do they? Do they? Do they? Are they allowed to be together? Is that together? weird? Are they allowed I... to cooperate? I said sometimes you can make a range. It's up to you how many mountains make a range. Uh... And then I asked them what's a mountain. And what? And they all gave an answer. They give answers. Everyone has to give an answer, or can no, someone be quiet? Some people Your can class be quiet. sounds like it'd be really fun with the right group of people, and really horrific with the wrong group of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's usually that's really how fun. imagination works, isn't mm-hmm. it? 
fun with the right people, sucks with the wrong. <laughs> um, so then, and then what? They made mountains for maybe an hour. Oh. Wow, this is so fun. This is so oh. fun. And then? And then we did the party. And so then what'd you say? You were like... I split them up in two groups. Uh-huh. And I said, I'd like you to make a party. And a then, birthday party. And they're only allowed to do it with their group? Mm-hmm. And, and then they went all out. They brought props out. They brought food, party snacks. Did the parties happen simultaneously? They were happening at the same time. And then we, we I said, it needs to be able to be repeated. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Oh, that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's I the... feel like I kind of messed it up when I said that. No. Well, I no, mean, that's that, the for me, that is when, like, when I'm teaching choreography comp, I'm like, and then the part now where we're going to get formal mm-hmm. you got to repeat it so you can make whatever you make but if you can't repeat it then you can't cut it apart and put it back together yeah. in another way and when, that's how it when goes when i was mm-hmm. at purchase we our second year comp class was kazuko amazing who had it yeah. who was like an infamous japanese teacher who had danced for graham and she taught comp at several teachers and at when i moved to israel schools, she said rather Oh, you make worst decision of your life. Oh, <laughs> she did. She said this thing to our class, I our love, comp class. I love the part. Wait, I'm gonna turn into that in two weeks. She goes. We were about to leave for Thanksgiving, and she goes. She was like, "So, why don't you go home? You have either stuffing or potato, not a both." And then she said, "Because when you come back, all faculty, all friends say how pig you are." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. She's so wonderful. And she definitely was part of her program. So yeah. her That's comp real... class was actually very logical and sort of halfway through the first semester we each had to do a prop study. And there was this guy in the class the named studies. Stanislavski. His his name was Stefan or Stefan, but he liked Stefan. And he was I think actually hey, his name was Steve, but he was like I'm hey, Stefan. Yeah. So he'd come sure. in every week. Mm-hmm. He would he had no shame and so she'd be like, mm-hmm. Who'd like to show their thing? And, and he'd be like, like, me. like me. I love that so just I have to take a moment to Bobby. If someone is really participatory uh-huh. to read, that's no shame. Which no shame. I, I no live. Shame. But I live. He, the, the no shame part is that he was utterly unprepared. So he would have not. Oh, that is. I thought it was just that he was oh, ready no, to go. Oh, no, 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 oh, okay. He would have done no preparation. And he'd come oh, and be like. that is no shame. And so he was, she was like, okay, what is your prop study? Fully uh-huh. knowing that he was going to make it up on the spot. Uh-huh. So he, uh-huh. he looks around the room and he pulls out a ballet bar. Uh-huh. Because like he just had to use whatever was there because uh-huh. he hadn't actually made anything. Uh-huh. And he pulls, he takes a garbage can from the uh-huh. corner and he like makes a set basically. Okay. And then he does this outrageous dance oh. with the bars and the garbage can and he beats on the garbage can <laughs> and he's flipping all over the bars. Outrageous. That sounds great. And so he's out of his mind. And then she was like, "Interesting." She was like, "Can you repeat it, please?" Oh <laughs> yes. And queen. in this way, he did. Like oh. it was completely then, improvised but, but he, he repeated it kind, yeah and we were all kind of gagging we were all like uh, <laughs> yes. like because it was not right but she let it go because we were she, all really entertained she was also like i'm tired and i'm gonna let it go yeah. and i'll mm-hmm. just end up getting totally. a whatever anyways bobby back okay, to bobby, bobby. <laughs> so then they made <laughs> these birthday parties and then did they watch each other yeah they watched so each they other. can have the sense of audience container mm-hmm. how long was the party um, they chose. Oh. How many hours do you have to rehearse with them? Three. Wow. That's good. Yeah. And how, for how long? Until December. 
That's a long time. How many days a week? Once. Okay. Whoa. So Whoa. Oh, I yeah. just lost my breath. Once a week. So it's kind of like, hey, everyone, I'll never remember your names. Because, wow. So he's like 45 hours. Nope. Oh. 15 weeks, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that is a long time. Never mind. I take it yeah. back. It's just a weird way. It's going to be out there. Anyways, Bobby, Bobby, will you give us a brief history of like... I know her history. Really, really fast. From Michelle. Just go through the like... Where you went to schools, and then Juilliard, we know, because we were in our festival of Juilliard women okay. right now. You're in, you are our second moment I'm, of, I'm of Juilliard women of a certain era. Yeah. I'm honored. Brie, you, Michelle's next. So you Amazing. were born in Ohio. Start Iowa. There. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I always confuse them, because they sound the same. It's the same mouthfeel. It is the same mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. So you're born in, it's the same mouthfield, Iowa, Ohio. Two places I don't want to go. Uh It's like pudding and something else. Yogurt. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It is. Yeah, it's like pudding and yogurt. Iowa, Ohio, pudding Pudding and yogurt. yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they always say. Yeah, that's what they always say. Yeah. I've heard that before. You know what I mean? Is it a cracker? Is it a cookie? Oh my god, yeah, it's a real... If I didn't have taste buds, I might not know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, texture, perhaps. Unless it's like a biscuit cracker. Biscoff cookie? (laughs) Biscuit cracker? Anyway, Bobby. Okay, Iowa. (laughs) I think it was when you talked about your warm-up, Reed and I decided to do it in our mind. (laughs) So we've expanded out. Okay, so Iowa... Um, Iowa. I was a gymnast. Wow. Like flipping. Yeah, flipping. Level level 10. (gasps) Were you going to go to I wanted to go to the Olympics. Bobby. And what a name you have for it. Bobby Jean. Bobby Jean on the kicks box. Are you quite tall for a gymnast? I wasn't then. Oh, you had, you stunted your growth. Yeah. Okay. So So, can you tell us like what your most advanced thing and what was your best apparatus? I was the best at bars and beam. Bars I didn't have much power for the floor vault. So wow. uneven bars. Uneven bars. I could do a ginger yeah. and a tekachev. I don't know what that is. Explain it. What's Release a moves. So the tekachev is when you like go fly over the bar, you let go, and then you grab it like again. You, were you? Yeah. Is that the one? <laughs> that also feels like your personality. Is that I'm the going one to like you're... fling myself, let go, and then grab it again. <laughs> totally. Is that the one where your legs crash? <laughs> Your legs split and you have to grab over yeah, them. Yeah, so you have to get legs. your toes clear the bar. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, God. And that's then incredible. I could do a double layout to as land. a dismount. Work, oh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and honey. And beam was your other. And good beam, one? So I could do a Miller. What's, What's that? that? Is that a Shannon, Shannon Miller? Miller's move? I what, knew it. But what's when the move? you would do? You know, just a regular back handspring. Uh-huh. You would then flip and land. Oh, the back handspring with a twist. Back <gasps> handspring with a twist, landing in the split. And then oh, you'd wait, wait, land wait, wait. Yes. And then you'd curl your knee under. Yeah. You know, Literally stop like, the back handspring in the middle. And then you would kind of do this roll around, you know, mm. under the Bobby, shoulder. I can't even believe this right now. Okay. I can. So Have you, you ever gone out dancing with Bobby? No. Well, we are on Friday, right? Yes. Are we going to go dancing after the film? Yes. We have to. Where? Anywhere. Anywhere. Where yeah. do you want to go? Wherever you want, okay. girl. Unless it's too straight. It's okay. Not my thing. So okay. you became a competitive gymnast, and then at what point? And then I had a like... love affair with dance, and I had to keep it a secret because my parents wouldn't let me quit. Oh, you were right. doing like ballet as like supplemental training. Uh huh. And then I oh, thought, boy. oh my god, 
there are no sports bras. Right. Um, and people are feeling... Oh, <laughs> but no. But not in your ballet class. Yeah. That's, wow, in your ballet class. Uh-huh. So you were in a ballet... Well, compared to gymnastics. Right. It was uh, like... I, 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 gymnastics. I get to... Military. Like, drilling. I get yeah. to dance and it's not a competition. Right. right. And there's a sequence of many moves. Yeah. Instead of like... Praised moment. Okay. <laughs> and so you were like doing ballet. You were like, I have grace. I love this. I, I love, love it. I have the discipline. So the teachers really liked me. Right. And also, are you, and your hips are shallow. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. You were loose. And I was so really lucky. strong. Yeah, and, obviously. Yeah. Really yeah. strong. You really could do flexible. A double tour. You could do all mm-hmm. the boys' moves. Yeah. <laughs> and your and feet my, were point like good. We had to work on them. You had to. Oh, you had to work yeah. on them. Okay. Right. Because they were a bit really tight. From uh-huh. like landing, from like see. this muscle. Ah. Where's that like? Oh wow! And then you got that right. foot. It's yeah. a good foot. <laughs> yeah, it's a good She's foot. Strong. Those feel yeah. sometimes the like Russian gymnasts will have a nice foot. You know, mm-hmm. like Lilia Podkapayeva. <gasps> she was my idol. Right? Wasn't is she Romanian? <laughs> She's Romanian. Yeah. And Svetlana she did, Kork- Korkina. But she did. She did the. Oh. She did the fuetes. Beautiful. Well, not great, but she did she, fuetes. They were awful. I mean, she yeah. was doing them on a carpet. Yeah, I was barefoot. Yeah, I love this. Oh my god! It but she had my ears hot. Feet. Thinking of you she guys as children jealous. watching this and being like, "Hmm, oh, it's so." And also, to then me. Svetlana Korkina, yeah. who's the like ostrich of gymnastics. And Shannon Miller was kind yeah, of my idol. She had a bit more grace. She did. And so I wanted, elegance. I wanted to go study with Steve Nuno, her coach. Oh, Jimmy but then you found ballet, and you were like, "This is fierce. Yeah, I'm living my life." But my parents wouldn't let me quit. Uh-huh. So I had to keep it a secret. Uh-huh. Gymnasts have gotten worse and worse looking as they've gotten it's more and true. more advanced. They look insane. Well, remember when we were talking about <laughs> yeah. the difference of like the postmodern dance body to the contemporary dance body now? You know, of like a sort of more casual body in mm-hmm. the like seventies, and now we're like, I did my climb, and now here are my like all these muscles I need to have right, to right, get right. through all of this stuff. Right. It's a different mix, honey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Capitalism. Anyways. Anyways. So you're <laughs> in love with dance. Yeah, but I had I my parents thought I was going to get a scholarship to go to UCLA. Oh my god, you're almost done with high school at this point. No, I was 11. But on the track, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And yeah, so I would try to rebel in different ways, you know, right. like steal all the tape and make tape. like the athletic tape because uh-huh. you know oh, it's hard to come like by. Wrapping around, wrapping yeah. around your hands. And I would just make like sticks out of tape. What? So you were just, wasting I was, supplies. I was wasting supplies. Okay. Uh-huh. And then when you, you were taking like really long over the breaks. Lawn. And when you would have the I'd sticks on the your chalk. hands, would yeah. you just be like, would you just be like making shapes? Like I would just have it in my locker oh. and then like write stuff on it like I hate gymnastics. <gasps> oh my God. Okay, so Bobby's by gymnastics, she's Bobby. getting out of Nothing it. Nothing is like you do feel, sometimes there's people where you're like, fully formed you know like it's weird like when I think actually all three of us I think actually everyone I know when I think of the people who I really adore so do you think maybe just people no (laughs) no there's some people I've met where maybe or maybe actually everyone is fully formed I guess I take it back yeah everyone just is who they are from the beginning and that's who they are forever Mm -hmm. right we were just always like that I was always like I'm gonna say vagina and then I'm gonna do what I want right you know like at two Mm-hmm. And Bobby was like, I hate this and I'm going to live. Like, you can just yeah. see, you can see her as a child being like, oh, my hair is going to get so long and I'm going to get so crazy, you know? I'm going to live on the edge of glory every day. So you're, t- you're dumping out the loose chalk onto the lawn because you're not having any of it. Yeah. Yes, then honey. what happens? 
Then I auditioned for the Royal Winnipeg Ballet School summer My program. Hand. Oh, okay, summer school. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I lied to the coaches and I said it was only three weeks long. Mm-hmm. It was six. And weeks. it was five weeks. Oh, five. Okay. Uh-huh. And, Very. And they, did you lie to your parents? Uh, no, they were in on the lie. Uh huh. So they were, because you were like, I have. Did you cry? Yeah. To get I said, it? I okay. have to go. I have to go. Please yes. let me go. Very Please let classical me go. ballet school. Mm-hmm. Winnipeg very, is like yeah. very, very strict and organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And but I promised my coaches that I would still do specific exercises. They made a list for me mm-hmm. that I would do, so right. I wouldn't lose the timing because uh-huh. you know gymnastics is all about timing, right? And safety. Yes. And so I would do those. I would do the Miller in the cafe, like outside the cafeteria after the. The were the ballerinas like, what they were is like, They didn't know what was happening. Were you on point at this point? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're you're putting it all together at the Royal Winnipeg Ballet Yeah, School. and then I found out that if you get a red dot on your name tag, the teachers will give you more attention. What? And more corrections. What? Like, speaking of the triggers, it's like, I always wanted to be triggered. Did you get a red dot? So I got a red, I made a red dot. <gasps> oh, you made your I own made own the red dot. dot. And that meant, later I found out that, I was very naive, but later I found out that that meant you wanted to audition for the full oh, year. I see, I see. So that just was a signifier for the teachers to look at you more closely. But the <laughs> student got to choose to put the red dot on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yes. Yeah. Okay, so that's a little yeah. better than I thought for a second. Okay, so so they were looking and, at you. Yeah, and then Miss Minkhorst, like started to pay attention to me, and then they called my parents and they said... She's welcome to stay. We want her to stay. And, and my parents said... Dad, my dad called the payphone and said, "Bobby, Mom wanted you to do well, but not this well." Oh. <gasps> and what did you and say? And I was like, "I'm quitting gymnastics." Uh-huh. And what did you say to your dad? Do you I remember? said, "I'm moving here." <gasps> and how old were you? I was eleven. Did you move to Winnipeg? Yeah. It is a bleak city. Yeah, but I didn't know that as you a, were kid. a kid. We were just right? in the dorms. It was heaven. Yeah. She was like, "These are my friends in this How way, but really, and this you were is so my class. you were going to like yeah. primary school in Canada, basically. Yeah, eighth grade school. and ninth grade. In Winnipeg, Jack Winnipeg. <laughs> we had so much fun, though. It was amazing. Okay. I think we watched Interview with the Vampire every night. Do you know I'm on the soundtrack? <laughs> of Winnipeg. What? Of Interview with the Vampire. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. From American Boy Choir. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so hot. This is so amazing. (laughs) I like being hot, though. I felt so cold earlier today. All of my blood had pooled to my core. So, you got kicked out. You got kicked out? Yeah. Why? Because you're a boy? No, because my turnout. You have bad turnout? Yeah. Oh, work. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I've never seen you dance anything where I would be looking at your turnout. They were like, this isn't for you. Yeah, they said you're a square peg trying to fit into a round hole. Okay. It doesn't work here. Uh But it was a blessing. Mm -hmm. You know? And were you devastated for I was. And you went back home for no. high school. So then I auditioned for every place. <gasps> okay, okay. Where came I next? made a I know and where. And then I, I, I sent a video to North Carolina School of the Arts. And CSA. Michelle and, Mola. And with oh, with like a cassinet dance and a poem. I thought it was like fame. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and you got in. No, and so then I auditioned for the ballet program mm-hmm. and then I got a handwritten letter from Brenda Daniels. That said, modern dance program. Yeah. if if you have an interest in contemporary dance, there's a home for you. But wow. not in the ballet program. And yeah. I said, this is this is meant this to is be. This is a sign. Uh-huh. This is a sign. Uh-huh. I have no idea what that is. Uh-huh. I better go. For our listeners, Brenda Daniels <laughs> is a teacher at NCC. Oh, I wish she's I had amazing. Her. Yeah. Who's a she's a Cunningham teacher yeah. though. She was never in the Cunningham Company, but has far more skill, I'd say, than a lot of people who did dance in the Cunningham Company. <laughs> she's very tall. She's amazing. And True. she has. 
phenomenal skill yeah. just physically in her uh, body. So watching class is, is, or taking her class is just like, it's one of those teachers where you really learn from kind of watching the coordination in her body. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyways, go on about So NCSA. I was so lucky to have her yeah. as my first kind of introduction into that world. Wow, it is lucky. Yeah. It is very structured. Uh-huh. It's but it was, very different from what you ended up doing. Yeah, but I feel like it was perfect at that timing. You know, I, I thought we were just going to do point with black tights on. Wait. Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. She didn't know about contemporary dance. Right, but I do love the idea of contemporary dance being point with black tights. Well, it is now. People do it, you know. People people that you don't want to see in point shoes, but they do it. I see. (laughs) Where people are like, this piece is about point and architecture, and you're like, leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah. Anyhow, go on. And then I graduated high school there, auditioned for Juilliard. And you got in. Went to Juilliard. And did you have a happy experience at NCSA? Oh, they are the best years of my life. And you met Michelle there. And I met Michelle there. And did there. you go all four years? Three. The last three years of okay. high school. Wonderful. Her and Michelle that's where met, I met at MCSA, just like you and I met at Interlock and Arts Center. Yeah. But they were probably actually friends. We were 14. Yeah, were yeah you guys program. were friends, whereas Reed and I were like, acquaintances. Oh, hey. Uh-huh. But Michelle anyways. had leopard print sheets. I thought they were so cool. Wow. Can we ask her you just yeah. had a regular sheet. I just had probably like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. So then, and then you, when you and Michelle found out you were going to, were you in the same class at Juilliard? Mm-hmm. When you found out you both got into uh, no, Juilliard? No, she was a year after. But when you found out Michelle was coming to Juilliard, were you ecstatic? Yes. Isn't Did any other classmates from NCSA go to Juilliard with you? No. Oh, it's just you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And once you get to Juilliard, you're now living in New York City. Do you mm-hmm. like your classmates? I love them. They mm-hmm. do that at Juilliard because they really keep you together. Yeah. All the time. All the time. And and who are the... who Name three that you still love. Um, Austin McCormick. Uh-huh. Laura Mead. Uh-huh. Navarra. Who I danced... Mm-hmm. Well, I did I rehearsal directed her. Yeah. yeah. And Navarra. Novi Williams. Okay. Which, Navarra, we also got to reconnect in Israel. Mm-mm. She was in Cedar Lake and... Oh. Okay. And then she was in Israel for a while. She was in La Grande. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you had wonderful friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, that's also where I met Austin McCormick. He was oh. at NCSA for six months. And did you go all going the way to Harvard? <laughs> I mean, uh, what's that valley school? Not Har- Harvard. Harkness? Harkness? No, that's no. A, that's a. Hart. Ha- no. Hartford? Wait, I can't remember. Valley Never mind. What's H? in Florida? Sarasota? What? No, Miami the City one valley? that Lloyd went to, I think. That's called New World School. New World School. No. So you're talking about a ballet company? No, no a ballet, ballet school, school in Florida. Oh, ba- oh Herod. Herod. I didn't know we were talking about a ballet school. There's a ballet school in Florida called Herod. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually like a prison. They like mm-hmm. lock the doors at night, and then if you open them, like alarms go off. But it's a very good ballet school. <laughs> well, fierce. Sounds like ballet. Anyhow, going on. So then you're at Juilliard. I'm at Juilliard. You're like, I'm in New York, and this makes sense because duh, I'm I'm like it's so intense. And then we could be in the studios all the time. Right. Right. It's there all the time. Did you graduate? No. No. What you, you don't know the story. So, I do. I just, oh, okay. I'm like, you know, I'm You're leading. getting this thing. You're leading questions for those who don't know, <laughs> um, which is all in the, it's all in the movie, I'm sure, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh-huh. So, uh, in what year are we? Junior year? Yes. Junior year. Ohad comes to, we're doing... For people who don't know, Ohad is Batsheva. Yes. Dance. If you've never seen Batsheva or Ohad, it's, or 
and it's Gaga, but not Lady Gaga. Gaga's the, the, movement. the movement vernacular. You know, things like your skin moving bones, or check out what's going on in the basement. You know, these sort of <laughs> so, I've never heard that one. You know, I remember a friend of mine was telling me about a, a Gaga class. <laughs> you don't listen to him. That he, who, me? <laughs> yeah. It was Jacob Slaminski took a class, and he was sell, telling me some of the cues, and one of them was, why don't you guys check out what's going on in the basement? Meaning, like, uh-huh. the, the lower leg. And I was like, I really wish I would go to a Gaga class and just do everything like a narrative play. Like, yeah. really? So when, like, skin-moving bones be like... My bones! It's just like, well, no, not talking. Oh. Well, you could talk some and be yeah. like, oh, God, my skin's having a hard time moving my bones. <laughs> I A-ball. like the idea of just and talking then, through it, though. But then, but but I also, want to be like... I'm in the basement. But, well, I see but, boxes. Well, what it was, it was down in the that. basement was that I, tr- I, I, I turned on a flat, like I mimed a flashlight and went, hello? <laughs> Who's down there? I'm going to call the police. <laughs> hello? <laughs> I'm coming down there now. That sounds like a really fun Gaga you can, like, do that in, you can do that in my class. In yours, sure. Whenever, when you want to really just like fuck it up, Give me a call. I will. And I'll come in and do what I want. So what was the dance that Ohad was setting at Juilliard? Tabula Rasa. Okay. An so older a piece. Classic. A classic. classic. And, and you were in it? I was in it. Okay. And it had been my dream to dance for him. You well, already what, what knew. Was your, what was your experience seeing the company? It was... I had never seen women like that. And you went what to was, BAM. Oh, you saw it? No, it BAM? was at Lincoln Center. Lincoln Center? Was yeah, it the Telefaza? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, Anafaza. Anafaza. Telefaza. Is that a piece? Yes. I'm, oh, I was in that piece? one. Telefaza, Anafaza. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so you saw Anafaza at Lincoln Center. Uh-huh. And you were like, this is what I need yeah, to do. It seemed like a rock band. It seemed wow, insane. Cool. And yeah, yeah, yeah. People definitely pushing themselves to past their limit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like girls with boobs and body butts mm. and and quads that have to do it quad yeah and just yeah, like, like so much strength clipped. and also lots of vulnerability inside of it and mm-hmm. i was like absolutely so you damn connected. i want to dance like that wow and so you were you're desperate well is he setting a piece on the junior class or he you just got casted i got casted and so this was a thrill you're like everything's coming true i can't she's casted in it so stop it she was casted out of bronze (laughs) so you were cast in ohad's piece dreams come true Mm -hmm. and you and tell us about that um then just tell us about the good part tell us about the part that we all want to talk i mean the part how old are you as a junior 21 and how old was he 53? Okay, and so here how, we go. Just go, talk about it. <laughs> um, so, I asked if I could speak to him. Privately. I, privately. Wow. This is after the rehearsal process has already begun. How far are we into We've already done shows. Oh, it's over. Okay. It's over. Covering my face. So okay, so you go to talk to him. <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. And he's like, sure. We go up to a studio, and we're sitting in the studio. In a dance studio. In a dance studio. Okay. And I, I, I tell him, like, I don't know where to start. And I didn't know where to start. Like, I didn't know. I wanted to thank him. I wanted to tell him how meaningful this experience was. And I wanted to do the good student thing of, like, I'd like to come to Israel and see if it's a place I'd like to live. Had he only come in for the very end of the process? Okay, so you were just... And so I got really nervous, and I said, I don't know where to start. And he goes, I'll start for you. (gasps) I said, okay. And he said, do you want to dance for me? (gasps) And I said, yeah. Wow. And then he said, so you moved to Israel. Okay. It was that easy. Oh, he loved you, though. Did you have a sense? Uh, not really. 
okay, so it was a surprise, but mm-hmm. you knew yeah. that you wanted this. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, how did you feel? I, I don't think I really believed him. But what did you feel? I was like... Did you just say yeah, like did that? You say overwhelmed. Yes, or yeah, I want to dance for you. Mm. And so then, uh, did you then have? Did they send you a letter? Did you have to call? Yeah, someone? I, I. I mean, at that time, I don't think Bacheva had a website. Right. You know, it was like so mysterious of how what's happening there and what's going on. There was no YouTube and right. <laughs> and were your parents like, um, no? Excuse me, mm-hmm. you have one more year to go, and then you will leave. What is known as like the. One of the best schools. Right. For dance. For dance. Yeah, they were you not You just happy. have one more year. Please don't do this. Mm-hmm. Is every, is they didn't I, know exactly what this company was. They yeah. weren't familiar. And like in retrospect, I, I could have. Waited. Probably, I could have waited. It's but, not your style, but what would you have No, it wasn't. What would you have gained <laughs> from that last year? A degree. A degree. But you teach at school, so... Does now I'm on the faculty. So right. At Juilliard. <laughs> At Juilliard? At Juilliard. Yes. Part-time. Part-time. Work, Bobby. I get it. I get it. Okay. So, how quickly after graduation did you move? I moved then in August. Yeah. Bye. Did you spend the summer at home in Iowa? No, I I did a process with Martha Clark. Love. Oh. Yeah. Which one? Uh, Garden of Earthly Delights. Did I somehow meet you around that time? Somehow, I don't know. I knew people involved in that process whose names I can't recall. Jen but I remember someone being like, "I'm the cello." Amazing. Like, someone was the cello yeah. in the process. I knew her. Or something. Yeah, I think it went through a couple different stages. I'm sure. Yeah. Martha Clark's Fierce. We so should have her on the podcast. Yeah. So you she would love you it. were just involved workshopping it, even mm-hmm. though even though you knew you were leaving. Yeah. So you moved to Israel. And then I moved to Israel. tell us about that. Uh, it was culture shock. I never, I had never left the United States. I didn't have a passport. Um, wow. I didn't even look up. Where are you going? Like, I was like, oh, wow, there's palm trees. Right, wow. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how sure. I feel every time the plane lands in California. I'm like, palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud of that, but. It's yeah, okay. And- Sometimes we don't have the time to think ahead to where we're going. We just have to go. Exactly. That's how I always did it. Same. <laughs> Thanks, That's Jack. how I do it now. Yeah. I've got to say, like, anytime I go somewhere I've never been, like when I went to Melbourne this past year, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't look up anything. I was like, I'm going to Australia. <laughs> the plane ride's long. That's all I can think about is how I'm going to get through that yeah. plane ride. What do I need to take to get through it? That's all I could think about. A muscle relaxant. I wish. I wish I'd have done that actually. But anyhow, so you get my to dad, Tel Aviv. My dad brought me there. Oh, to he drop came me off. with you. Yeah, that's very and that nice. was very sweet. Yeah. In the convincing of your parents, did you have to go? You'll kill me if you don't let me do this. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It does require something. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I had to have the phone call that I wasn't going to be going to the college that I had received a scholarship to go to mm-hmm. because I got I was cast in a film. And it didn't go over well with my parents because I got a scholarship. Otherwise, we yeah. couldn't have afforded for me to go. Right. And I was like, I have to do this. And I do, my, my dad said, then you'll be on your own. And I was like, then I'm on my own. And I mm-hmm. hung up the phone. Wow. Yeah. At 18. I was just like, Crazy. that's it. I, when I look back, I, I still have some of her. But I, I could use a little more of her, I have to say. Mm-hmm. As we get older, it's, uh, it's more difficult. My feelings used to be so close to the surface. Yeah, it's immediate. Mm. That's a line from um, 
opening night, which I feel like I live in. I always feel haunted by I am Jenna Rowland's opening night. Uh, Anyhow, go on. So how can we? What was your first? Have you met her, Jenna Rowland's? We meet her through Parker, because Parker she played Parker's mom in uh, Zoe. Broken English. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyhow, what was your first living situation in Tel Aviv? Yeah, um, it was in a basement of a woman's house. A woman's house. Mm-hmm. Batia. Her name is Batia. Oh, I get it. In a woman's house. Not in a woman's house. <laughs> I'm dead, Reed. I'm dead. And I could hear you as you were saying it. I was kind of like, I know what she's thinking. Because at this point, I can like feel Reed. If we haven't even talked in days, I can be like, how's Reed? And I can kind of like I was, send my psychic I was tendrils onto her. like a shelter. Yeah, like I knew it. Like one of those places where nuns <laughs> live. Or yeah. Like when the olden days yeah. would arrive. And that movie, um, what was that movie with Saoirse Brooklyn. Rowan? Brooklyn. I knew what you were even, when you said that woman, and even before you said Saoirse, I knew you were thinking yeah. Brooklyn. Okay, anyway. I knew it. So you're living in a woman's house. Mm-hmm. Okay. And actually Andrea Miller had... Just uh, been living there. Been living in that house also. Great. And so she connected. But I, I she had been living in the upstairs area. So you, were, you had a connection, which is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so your dad drops you off. You start being in the company. And, mm-hmm. and how in quickly did things... And how quickly did things... In the junior company. ...reveal themselves, both in the company and interpersonally. So you're um, in the junior company, right? Which is... Yeah, the which ensemble. Is how old? What is the age range that in that company? Um, most of the people are right out of high school. Okay. So I was pretty old. You're real old. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes. And, and so, I'm going to mm-hmm. get back to where I'm driving the narrative. How soon did it take for things to reveal themselves, both um, in terms of where you're going to rise like rank year. in the company, and then also everything else? How soon a did year. you get into the first company? A, a three years. Three years. Yeah, it's I was in the ensemble long. for three years. Is that allowed? That's late. You it used to be that that used to be. Uh, That's the cutoff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was traditional to stay for three mm-hmm. years. Okay. And were you in the ensemble with like Brett or is that No, no, that time? was way after. Way after you. Yeah, okay. but, but I was there with Ariel Friedman and oh, yeah. Doug. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're there with nice people. Julia. Yeah, we had our American family there. And so, okay. I love that I'm like push. I'm just like I know, but there's all these details that are important. I mean, I guess for you as 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 a dance person, I'm just like, and when do things begin with Ohad? And that was a year. (laughs) So one year in, because I the thing that to me is interesting in that is she's still in the ensemble, but a year in, so another two years after this begins. Mm -hmm. Between like Ohad and I were together when I was in the ensemble, Uh and then when I got to the company. No more. That no ended. more. That ended. Yeah. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Did that make Perfect. work life easier? Um, actually, it was interesting because it made it very clear why I was there. Yeah. And I wanted. I also I felt like I needed to prove to myself that I was there for the work. For the work. Yeah. And it made me see the work in a totally new way. Mm. Wow. Okay. I would also feel more freedom as a performer mm-hmm. yeah. to not have that vision on me. Mm-hmm. Did you and this, that kind of yoke? Yeah. I would say. Did you? How many years were you then in the main company before you left the first? Time? The first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven years. Seven years, mm-hmm. and in or that, no, maybe five years. And in that time, did you find yourself in relationships with other men in the company, or no? No. no. Oh, so you were really like, I'm here for the work. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my thing. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I met you right after I think that stint when you were in Gothenburg. Doing right. Sharon's piece yeah. with the Gothenburg mm-hmm. Dance Company, 
Um, and is that right after those seven years were over? Yeah, the, after the five. Then I went to Sharon for a little bit, and then I went back to Bacheva. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how long on that? When at Michelle's wedding, what was that on the break? Uh-huh. That was in the break, and you and... Doug, Doug. had left. A, a lot of us How's had left. Doug? He's amazing. Oh, send him You're my gonna love. You're going to see him tonight. Oh, I am? I love Doug so... Well, I, I hope I do. I'm There's in the, so many... He's I'm dancing. The balcony. There's... Oh, he's dancing? He's, he's in, in Pena now. I'm so confused. Mine slipped I'm out like... my ear. He should have been on our Juilliard Women of a Certain Era. It's after, true. It's too bad. Damn. After the... Um... He's so handsome. Oh my... It's kind it's of... It's even more... It's insane. It's a bit devastating. He's a... It's a bit much to perceive, I have mm-hmm. to say. After the... Is he a Gemini? Oh, wait. Is this he's hair a little longer oh. right now? Does he have a hairy he has... chest? He's always had but a hairy chest. He's right? always had a hairy chest, but he has like a shaved face and longer hair. I know which one. Like a shaved face? Is or he like very, a He's like tan right now. Anyways. He's pretty tan. Uh, I know which one. I was like, Doug is, what? He's I met a him supermodel. at Michelle's I wedding was, and I was like, this he's is He's very a lot. symmetrical physically. Um, yeah. And he also has like these brown eyes that are like, I'm seeing all the way into you. Oh, okay. Well, after the show, that when I saw it the first time, the penis show, there were so many people came out that I, so many people I knew, but mm-hmm. I didn't know because I was really just like so lost in the piece and looking at Brie. Mm-hmm. And then I knew like five other people in the piece, but right. I didn't know it. In Mueller? And no, no, no. In right. In right as well. Because right. right. they have right. like a million supplemental dancers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I saw that. So I, when I met you, so did we, did we meet her at the same time? Did I meet you around the same time Reed Yeah, did? kind of. Which was the summer of 2012. Is that correct? Is that when I Michelle got married? No idea. Michelle got married in the summer of 2012, I, I think. that was like. Yeah, it was the summer of 2012 because my mother was still alive. She died uh, in that summer. Mommy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes this podcast special. Yes, <laughs> me. Yes, I love that impersonation of me, and that I want you to good. do it in the show. Okay. And I, when I met Bobby, I was like, I'd heard about you forever from Michelle, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, she just—it's like you have your sisters mm-hmm. in a way. It'll be forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I. You know, I was like, oh, you know, meet her someday. And then I remember meeting Bobby. I've been saving this for the podcast. Saving this to even tell you until there'd be lots of people listening. Okay. (laughs) That when I met you, I was like, this is one of the few women who I have been intensely attracted to immediately. Jack, I am honored. Well, (laughs) you should be. Because it's like, you know, like three to five. It's a real... It's really weird. <laughs> I like I like that it made I knew it would make Reed so uncomfortable as well. He got super red, all the veins came out everywhere. But I was like I was like, oh my god. And it was partly because we met and it, I love uh, to abs- absorption and someone just being fully kind of like in mm-hmm. in the whole all of it all at once. And I was like, oh she's really in all of it all at once. And we had like a very intense conversation about, I can't quite remember, but you know, no boundaries. Like it yeah. was just like, oh my God, these are all my feelings and everything I just went through. And we both did it immediately. And yeah. I was like, oh, I fell in love with people like this right away. And then, and then we went out dancing at this weird, at that weird restaurant, Michelle. Mm-hmm. And we came back to the city. We went to some like Ukrainian restaurant and Bobby was wearing like heels and a dress and was dancing like, 
you just want someone to dance. Mm. Always. Like, on chairs, over tables, shoes had to come off. She had to get on the floor, like, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and we danced so hard with such extreme yeah. catharsis and abandon that I was like... That's the best way. I was like, this is that really... Was amazing night. I was like, this is so... And it locked a special place in my scrap of a heart for you forever. Wow. That I was wow. so excited that she was going to come on the podcast because I thought, now's my chance. I think more oh. importantly, when did your relationship to your hair begin? Oh, work! <laughs> it is an important relationship. It's sort of where her magic lies. Has it always been extreme length? Mm-hmm. Always? Yeah. Yeah. Since Iowa? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. This is a very... This reminds me very much of, like, a Midwest. This is, like, my friend Sarah Stravinsky I grew up with. Same. My mom has the same. But hers is blonde. Wow. She says it's God's painting. God's what? Painting. Painting. Isn't that... I don't even understand. Well, (laughs) because you're so secular that when someone says God, you hear cotton. In my mind. You know, like, (laughs) someone says God, you're, like, cotton balls. God's paintbrush? That God's painting. <laughs> this is the painting of God. Do you see now that I'm illustrating with my hands? Oh, I see mm-hmm. it now. The painting of God. I see the there face go. of God mm-hmm. through Bobby's long, long hair. Well, not the face of God. God's painting. Yeah. <laughs> Think Bob Vila painted this. Happy except months. God did it. Bob Ross. Bob Vila is, <laughs> oh, is um, does a house. This old house. She does a house. She does Bob a house. Ross or Roth, whatever. Ross. Bob Roth Constanzo. Yeah, the exactly. uncle of Anthony oh Roth God. Constanzo. I really call him Constanzo. You can't stop doing it. What is it? Cons- Constanzo. Whatever. Oh, yeah, I know. Right. We just said it differently. She Names. Did, she did an ah and I did an ah. But it's I like, go by feelings. Yeah. And then some words. Well, feelings are facts. Thank you, Yvonne Rayner. She has that great book. Boosh. Yes. I great boosh. It's a beautiful boosh. It's such a beautiful boosh. Yvonne Rayner, I loved your boosh. I was telling Harriet that story the other day of when Eve was doing the oh, dance space thing. Honey. This is an amazing story, Bobby. So wow. there was this dance space platform where people from like Modern Dance and Ballet and Cunningham all like mixed up and did stuff. Mm-hmm. And Eve Laris Cohen was doing this thing where he was having a floor installed at dance space like a ballet floor and this the balancing touring floor right and perry from 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 new york city ballet was helping and that was the piece essentially was someone reading a list of shows they'd seen or something well, and the Yvonne Rayner was, was in the audience and she literally kind of like 10 to 15 minutes in sort of just said eve is this what this is gonna be <laughs> and eve was like uh-huh and she was like thanks and she got up and laughed amazing <laughs> that's really great that's amazing i was like Absolutely. And then other people felt free to kind of like roam and leave and it was Well nice. and kind of what the container is. I mean I think that certainly something that when Reed and I talked about starting this podcast and something that will continue to hopefully as we talk about work, hopefully continue to uh uh help have discourse around that's not the sort of petty uh a lot of the petty criticism that we might read and mm-hmm. can actually have some more involvement and also talk about how how the viewer could read it since certainly it's unclear that criticism is written for anybody but the critic um but the the idea of what is installation then i think is sort of mm. something in a way that yvonne could also bring in that way of is this installation and then in my is my relationship to it mobile and if mm-hmm. so then i i get to do what I get to do as instead of I'm in a proscenium, mm. this is an, I am now audience. This is, we would say dance or theater. 
Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. what these crossovers are clearly is someone like Yvonne who's dealt with performance art. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, how did you find your <laughs> way back school. into the company? Um, and also, I had a question. Sharon was a Batsheva dancer who yeah. then now makes her own work for many companies, mm-hmm. repertoire companies, and which I think is great. I think the work is really wonderful, yeah. and I like that it's so specific. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a great way to work. But and she's anyway. incredible. Yeah. So you worked with her, mm-hmm. and then with Doug, and Doug with was Doug. with her too. Yeah. yeah, and the company was called Lev. Right. Lev. Yeah, and it's you... still it's still. It's still going. Yeah. Great. Really strong. Very strong. But in Tel Aviv. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what led you back into Um, Batsheba? I I can't... They called with a gig. No, I think Ohad is like, you want to come back? And I said, yeah. She's like, I have availability. And and at the time... (laughs) Called with a gig. And at the time, um, I was... My boyfriend was still living there. Mm. And it felt like the right thing. No. His name was Adam. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you went back for how long? Then I went back for two and a half years. And then what? And then I left to come to move back here. And then didn't you recently do something else with them? And then I went back for a creation, oh. the newest creation, just the for five months. Ran. No, that was just a stint. That was a oh, gig. That's a different piece. That was a gig, and she had to show up and run on a tread. I saw Bobby when I saw <laughs> you. We took it. We were taking a yoga class together. We were like, oh my god, hey! And I was like, ah. <gasps> Just, I mean, it was like, it was kind of hot, I remember, mm-hmm. and Bobby and I were both sort of like melting outside, but I think it was also wintry enough where you're going to be doing something in Invisible Dog, so we had to go get yeah. heat lamps, mm-hmm. and why didn't I see the show for some reason? You was were, I leaving? You were busy. I saw I the show, gone. but I didn't see you run, I saw the other cast. No, I'm talking about the show <laughs> she made for Invisible Dog. I definitely didn't see that show. But she <laughs> was like, oh, I just did this thing where they're like, you're going to be running on a treadmill for 45 minutes? 70. For 70 minutes and I was like how'd you prep for it and she's like I didn't and I, and she was and I and she was and I was like so what was it like afterwards and she was like bad I couldn't walk I'm sure but it got to that point you know if I didn't do the necessary preparation it's not worth preparing at all oh yeah absolutely you get to the point of no return yeah I mean I've done it many times people are like you want to come be in this show I'll be like yes I'm going to prepare for six months and then it's like a week before I'm like I'm going to take a ballet class <laughs> it's better just to go for it I think it's better to just go for it and, and then be the like price. I mean aren't we're all paying I'm paying for price of my not great uh, dance um, training <laughs> and everyone else is paying the price for um, dancing in companies so yeah. there we go. We're all paying a price. Paying prices. It's true. But I was so into the idea. I was also, I, I still am, like, I can just do it. I can really just, this, that this is going to be an action. Yeah. And I'm going to do the action. I'll live in this space time. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be gone. Yeah. And, and that's what I worked on. I just would think that and I'm going to do, do that action. I'm going to do it for 70 minutes. And so. And just kind of meditate on that and then trust that I'll. Have the right tools to deal with to whatever survive happens. After mm-hmm. I will survive the cruelty I'm about to put Did myself. Did you have another in track in the pieces that when you weren't running? Uh, uh, later on, I did. Oh, but okay. so and then you was... did a creation with them for five months that you're not going to be in, though. No, we. D- I did the first shows and then gave it to someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's nice. That was fun. Uh huh. To kind of to have a part time ability to like glide back in. Yeah, yes, and, and also it was amazing to out. feel like. Um, that it wasn't, I wasn't going to be doing it 
for the next two years. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's very freeing. And mm-hmm. that's what Allegra Kent used to do at New York City Ballet. Like, Bound, she would make a role on her and she'd perform it once and she'd be like, I'm sick. Worse. <laughs> 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 that's good. Whereas Bobby is like, I really get this. I am this. Um, I'm going to do this. And now I'm flying back because I'm also all of this other right. this. So you have <laughs> no, this relationship and then with Orr and he wanted to move here to go. When I saw you, you were like, I hope he's going to get to Juilliard. But he's going to Esper? Is that He's correct? going to Stella. Going to Stella Adler. As an actor. Someone yeah. filled oh, me in about okay. this who knows him or you oh, really? somehow. And I don't know who it was. You're in a romantic relationship with an actor. Dancer, is, actor. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going. You like it. Yeah, That's I love nice. him. Um, and and right now you're also you're having a baby, which is a movie. <laughs> wow, like, Reed. wow, Reed, you shocked me for literally a second because I hadn't anticipated that. And indeed, she's having a baby, which is a movie. Which she's giving but birth to. When we to do the write up for this, we're gonna yeah. put Bobby Jean is having a baby. Find out first on this podcast. You if should. People can listen to it all. <laughs> Um, which is coming out on Friday, and we're going to the premiere. So Amazing! I'm really happy you guys. Will I be there. thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. Tell us about how so... this happened, who made it, and what it is. Um, it's her name is Elvira. Love Elvira. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. I knew Queen, Queen of the Dark. That was something that I did was? know he was going to do. That's because eighties. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's also good. just it's fierce. Elvira. Elvira. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we met, Elvira. we uh-huh. were filming, she was going to film a project and we got talking about... A project of yours? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Arrowed? Yes, saw it. For now. It was yeah. on Nowness, I believe. Yeah, uh-huh. so I was doing that with her now husband. How you linked up with her? Oh, was he in it? So I did one version. Arrowed is like the piece I'll do till I die. Right, right. And it changes people and structure and stuff. Right. But, but it's called Arrowed. Mm-hmm. For those out there, mm-hmm. and I, I was, I took, and, I took it for granted that I know that. Yeah, and so right. Oscar Isaac, we were doing the actor, and we were doing it together. Mm-hmm. And so Elvira was going to film that. How did you version. meet Oscar? We went to school together. Oh, he was. He was the one oh, yeah. who introduced yeah. me to Gina Rollins. Oh wow! And Jessica Chastain was she there at the same time? Yes. Yeah. Go on. Um. <laughs> That's so. I remember it now. It's all coming back. Juilliard, Juilliard, Juilliard. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And she had just finished filming her previous film called Songs for Alexis, which everyone should check out. Beautiful. A documentary. A documentary. Um, And we got talking and she said, you're next. She bought a ticket and came. Wow. And then how long did she film you for? Three years. What? So basically, she came to Sweden. Oh, really? So I'm in it. (laughs) (laughs) She came to Sweden at first to say hi and then... Kind of when I came back to to Bocheva the second time. Over how many days do you think she filmed? Yeah, I don't know. They Try. were small. Mm. It's always an interesting thing to me wow, about documentary and for the subject because Michelle's husband John did this documentary yeah. thing of me, and then it was interesting for me to think of how many days we shot vis a vis how much was on the screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then to think of everything that's not in it. So much. Right. So maybe like 30 days over 30, three years. 30, 30 days, days over yeah, 30 I th- years. I think it might be more. Okay. I mm-hmm. would guess. I'm going to I'm gonna guess that she probably came maybe like maybe 90. F- well, yeah, I'll do three the months. math on Friday yeah. when I see that movie. I'll figure it out. I'm a detective. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, that gives me so much pleasure. 
That was so wonderful. I was amazed that the word detective came out. Me too. But also the way you said it, I was like, oh, I felt like everywhere all at once when you said that. It felt like, when am I? Detective. Bobby, do you love the film? Yeah. Is it hard for you to it's watch yourself? It's very difficult. Yeah, Are we going to get to sit together? No, I'm, I won't be watching. Uh-huh. You'll I be in it. a throne. Upstairs. <laughs> I will probably be drinking a glass of wine across the street. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. What was it like the first time you saw it? Terrifying. Were you like uh, I went to Copenhagen to see the first, uh-huh. the final cut. Oh, so you just sat in a room with her. You weren't watching. And the editor. Uh-huh. Yeah. The first time I saw myself in a documentary, <laughs> I basically wet my underpants because they were so wet from sweat. Because oh. I was so humiliated. Was I? Was you it were there with Parker? Valley it was. Fortune it was that. But Fiaf was the premiere when we were at yeah. Fiaf. Oh wow! Yeah. You. Oh, it was so fun. Watch. I was. Such, I can't wait. I love watching people I love on film. It's such a treat for me. And it was. And it'll be so fun because it'll be me and Reed. That'll be fun. I'll probably talk out loud a little bit. You can laugh a lot. You'll laugh I'll a lot. I'll definitely laugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, also like I just, I. What's nice, Bobby, is I know that you, you run towards and with drama, mm-hmm. but you have a sense of humor about it because of wisdom. And Thank so you, Jack. <laughs> I, and that is something I deeply relate to. I think this way in which um, people used to observe themselves, mm-hmm. it would be great if we had more of that, uh, and but while still living. Right. So wow. I think we're really gonna. I, I think, because when she wrote me, she's like, do you want to come see the premiere? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and, and you even wrote like, and we can laugh and go out dancing afterwards. Like laugh at, <laughs> we, you can laugh at me and we can go out dancing so, afterwards. Yeah. But it's going to be a laughing with you. Oh, yeah. To take a sense of humor. Oh, to take something like that really seriously in a way where oh. you can't laugh at it or feel embarrassed by yourself oh. is really like, bye, I yeah. don't know you anymore. Yeah, it's, it's real. Yeah. Well, the ego structure of someone like that has been created for some specific tool that they need, which seems to be, I would say, capitalist. So, gotta go. Sorry, I mean, I know I always gotta cut my analysis stuff. Um, and also, I think, you know, if it was a film that I wasn't embarrassed of and there mm-hmm. weren't moments that I really wished weren't there, mm-hmm. I don't think that would be a film that be should be seen. Oh, I right. see. So, yeah. well, that's just part of it. I guess. And it won. Yeah. It won Tribeca. Best documentary, best cinematography, and best editing. Bobby, are you gonna are you gonna be a actor? Are you gonna have an Oscar? What's no. happening? No. <laughs> she she won it won best documentary, so she can't win an Oscar. she can't win, but she can hold the thing. Could your movie win an Oscar? You heard it here it, first, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Her movie probably won't win an Oscar. But you know what I feel like it could be nominated in in a pool would be like, it, I feel, did it go to Cannes? No. That's too bad. Because it feels, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Because it feels oh like God. one of those things that'd be like, oh, I love this. Uh, it's about Ali. this uh, dancer. She is uh, she's very in town. She have all these feelings. You know? <laughs> I feel like they would live. Um, will it go to the Golden Globes? Do we know? I don't know. Ah, well, when you know, you have to let us know of first course. so we can talk about it before the news. So, Bobby, before the fake media. You'll be the media. first to know. Bobby, you have your teaching, you have your baby, <laughs> yeah. and is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know or care about before we say goodbye? Oh, we have to say goodbye I know. Already? It's well, really... I have to go see The Bausch. The Bausch. Oh, wow. I really do have okay, to see The Bausch. Okay, we gotta go. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so just say as I'm you I'm just wish. continuing to work. Keep working. Keep working. It's all yeah. we can do, you know? Mm-hmm. Keep digging. 
I'm going to invite you over to help scrub stuff. because I would love, love to that. scrub stuff. I can't stuff. wait. My fingernails are black. And Bobby, you're going to be in one of my pieces one of these days. I would <gasps> really love that. I hope it's I can be in the background. <laughs> It'll be a witch dance for sure. I would love Bobby, that. Bobby, we love you so much. Thanks for having so me. It was been really such a pleasure. Oh, such a pleasure. Everyone go see the movie called Bobby Jean. That's and, it, right? Yeah, I imagine that's it'll, it. It'll, it's it'll just be on Netflix at some point. We'll let you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. All right. We loves you. We loves you. Bye. Bye. Bye.